Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Poured myself a cold one. Way too much head. But, eh, what are you going to do? Good evening, everyone. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Time for some discussion about good old AEW Dynamite on the TBS, if you will. Wow, a lot of discussion in here before I got in live. I know I'm late. Of course, my apologies. Crazy ass episode of Dynamite. But before we get into that, folks, just want to remind you, to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. If you want to tip one of your favorite podcasts, you can do so on the Twitch by sharing bits. You can sub, you can gift subs. You can also... No, that special is gone. That must have been just a January thing. I thought there was a thing on Twitch where there was um, 20% off sale, but that's not going on right now. All right. Uh, Did a little work. You know, I really have ignored my Twitch in the last several months, and I decided, you know what? I got some free time. So I, I, I took a little free time and I added some, uh, I, I, a few more logo slash emotes to the Twitch because I, I know I don't have many uh, subs, but uh, some people prefer watching on Twitch than YouTube or, you know, rather than listening to uh, me on audio. And that's fine. Wherever you watch and or listen to me from, it's all love. It's all appreciated. And there he is. There's Eric with the bits. Thank you much. Love. Appreciate that, man. So, yeah, you can sub on Twitch. You can share bits. If you're on YouTube, you can do as Bill's Boy just did here with the $5 tip. Thank you so much, Bill's Boy. Much love, man. He says, smash this podcast kicking ass and taking Veer Mahan's name. Well, I've seen some video recently of the Veer Mahan. I wouldn't want to mess with this guy. He looks like he's pretty badass. I got to say, though, I'm partial to Trensky, who works with me in the uh, old uh, T&I. You know, that other little podcast I'm part of. Um, Eerily similar. If you've uh, if you've seen what the discussion has been in the, the Discord, by all means, folks, get in the Discord, the TNI Discord. That link is not in this description. 
But that has been shared abroad through uh, Total Nonstop Impact. All of our diehards are in there, getting new people in there all the time. Um, so, yeah, by all means, get in there. We have all sorts of crazy discussions about wrestling, non-wrestling stuff. Mark! Mark, I work with you. Why are you tipping me? I love you, brother. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for the $1.99 tip. Who booked this shit, says Mark. Well, I tell you what, I didn't, but I'm pretty happy with it tonight. I'm pretty happy. I don't have a whole lot to complain about. <laughs> Which one's Jay? <coughs> HD's in here. What's up? Courtney, what's shaking? She says she's genuinely, genuinely, absolutely confused. Why? Why are you confused? It's wrestling. Don't be confused about wrestling. Because why? Because it's wrestling. Mark says, J-Bone, you are now how I watch AEW. Well, hey, to each their own. It used to be, I watch Raw so you don't have to. Now, apparently for Mark, I watch AEW so he doesn't have to. If it's that way for anyone else, by all means, let me know. But I hope you're watching along with me so we can discuss stuff. And you're not just nodding your head along. It's all right. To each their own. It's all good. <laughs> Critical Sting. My goodness. Didn't waste any time. So does Archer go can crushing on Dark now or what? Damn. Well, he's going to go get some stitches first. Beyond that, I don't know. He might have to have a uh, talk with his management his own personal management committee. Yes, Charles. What's up, brother? Revolution is starting to take shape. Yes, we start to see the things with the shapes and the things and the sides and the... Yeah, okay. Um, we saw that at the end of this. But hey, let's, uh, let's start at the top of this. Um, oh, just want to quick let you guys know. Um, I was on live earlier today because I'm a maniac and I was up almost 24 hours. And then I took a nap. Uh, and then I went live tonight. But I was live earlier this morning, about 7 a.m., loaded with coffee. And we discussed who could possibly be the new monster in Impact Wrestling. None other than Jack Talos. Folks, if you're not an Ultimate Insider and you're not subbed to the app, you're going to have to wait a few more days to see this match that I think more and more people are going to be talking about. But the match that I'm talking about now for this brief moment is VSK versus Jack Talos. If you've seen the match, let me know what you thought of it. Let me know what you thought of Jack 
Talos's debut in Impact Wrestling. If you have not, when you do see it, hit us up. Let us know what you think of Mr. Jack Talos. Hashtag sign Jack Talos. Spoiler warning, Jack beats VSK pretty decisively. It was a good match, though. It wasn't a squash match. I am quite impressed with him, but that was a a good chunk of my discussion this morning. Plus, I did a preview of tonight's AEW along with some other news. Talking about who could be walking through this forbidden door that has been talked about so much this past week. Well, we found out tonight. Tonight's season four, episode six, episode of Dynamite on TBS featured the debut of a few people. Featured the debut of one Keith Lee, Limitless Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Wow, easy for someone else to say. Keith Lee, folks, bask in his glory. Oh, Atlantic City was singing his praises. Oh, Baskin is glory. Oh, Baskin is glory. That was a lot of fun. He actually had a great debut match. And I've seen a few other matches similar to this one because I've seen him wrestle guys like Ricochet several years ago. I can't believe that was like five years ago. Crazy. Back when both guys were in Evolve Wrestling and Ricochet was in the process of kind of exiting New Japan at the time. or doing, He was doing more... Um, ah, yes, Mark. Sorry. AQA. We'll, we'll get to her. Trust me. I've got a separate uh, opinion all related to her. So just... Patience, folks. Patience. We'll get to everyone. The um, so yeah, I I don't think Keith Lee's debut could have went any better. Honestly, uh, I'm sure a lot of people were hoping that Matt was going to introduce his brother. You know, um, that was being hinted at a lot. Even the rumor of. TK buying out his old contract just to bring him in for tonight. Isn't wrestling crazy? got to love it sometimes. You you never know what's going to happen, right? That's right, Courtney. We saw CM Punk and Mox tag up for the first time tonight. Jiminy Christmas! I'll drink to that. And folks, if you're digging the merch, that link is in the description. Go get yourself some STP merch. Plenty of things to hold something to drink for you. Mugs, cups, all sorts of things. 
to hold a drinky drink. Or to put on yourself in these cold winter days. Yes, because I can talk about it. But if I show off the can, it seems like I lose my monetization. That's what I've experienced lately, Mark. So if I put it in a coffee mug, then it's coffee, right? But, um, yeah, AQA, Keith Lee, Jay White. Let's talk about Jay White for a minute. That is one name that I have not heard out of anybody's mouth except for one person. And that was earlier today when I, and I don't listen to Brian Alvarez's show all the time. I listen to his opinions on different things once in a while. I listen to him like once or twice a week, depending on his opinion. Uh, usually the midday show between two and three. Sometimes he has a guest on. But I also like that Mike, what's his name? Mike Semper Vivi, something, whatever his name, Mike, whatever his name is. Can't think of his name. He is the one person that uttered the words Jay White out of his mouth. I haven't heard anyone else say this leading up to this this week. You know, this big surprise, somebody walking through the forbidden door. So I don't know if he's a free agent or if he just has that much freedom through New Japan. I have no clue what's going on. The only thing I've heard recently about contracts... And New Japan is that, now take this with a grain of salt. I don't know if this is true. I saw it out there, so I'm just repeating it. Um, I heard that one or both of the G.O.D. guys, the Gorillas of uh, Destiny from New Japan, the ones that just debuted in Impact last week, um, I heard that they are free agents, so I'm not sure what's all going on. I know there's a few people that have been, um, talked about as far as being free agents in the new Japan thing. Juice Robinson, I believe also, I'm not sure about David Finley. He might also be. I'm not sure. Bell's Boy says, no, Jay has that much freedom from New Japan. He signed an extension last year. And maybe that was part of that extension. Like when things open up, I want to start, you know, knocking on other doors, working with other people. You know, he's a former world champion. They've, he's got to have a pretty good relationship with him. Critical Sting here says, Tama Tonga tweeted he was a free agent. Okay. Okay. So that, that I heard. Okay.
Switch, Switch is sign, signed through 2025, says Mark. So Courtney says, so then my question is, what was this huge announcement Tony had? Did he even say? Well, no, it didn't come out of his mouth per se. But the person walking through the forbidden door would be Jay White. Now, his presence was brief and minimal on the show tonight. But in the long run, I think he's going to do some pretty big things. I think Keith Lee was like the bigger of the debuts, but as far as the Forbidden Door one, that would be Jay White. But Tony made this big deal about closing the door behind. Maybe he was just saying that to get people talking and to confuse people. I... I, I, I don't know. But he's a promoter. He's what he's supposed to do, right? Get us all talking. And there were plenty of people talking. So, Charles here says the report is Jay doesn't want to go back to Japan because he's sick of Japan's quarantine rules and he's going for U.S. citizenship. Well, all righty then. It, very interesting. And, you know, he's, he's one of a few people with a big enough name that, and it was even mentioned tonight on the show, he's beaten guys like Kenny Omega. At least I'm pretty sure he's beaten guys like Kenny Omega. Former world champ in uh, New Japan. He's done some... Uh, He's done some great things. Ring of Honor, too. Don't be surprised if you see some uh, Ring of Honor stuff from JY, too. We'll see. We'll see. Bill's voice says that's why JY moved to Florida. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm just learning all sorts of little things tonight. Thanks, guys. I, I appreciate that. Because I only have so much time in my day to, like, look up all these little things and you don't know what to look up if you don't know who's coming, you know? So, um, all right, let's, let's start at the top here. This, this show was loaded, absolutely loaded. I loved it. I loved it. Um, even had a fair amount of women's stuff in it. Uh, promos had a had a match in there. I I, I gotta say I, I really feel like the the women's division is getting better. I really feel like it is. Is it uh is it astronomical? No, it's been a real slow 
upward climb, but I feel like it's getting better. Um, still, hands down, uh, I think the impact knockouts are still top tier across the wrestling companies out there. But um, All right, so we start out here, season four, episode six, tonight's AEW Dynamite on TBS starts out with Wardlow. Rolling his eyes, not a very happy look on his face. Props under each arm coming down to the ring. And he's setting him up in the corner. And um, he's, uh, he's just kind of standing off to the side, standing in the background. Hands a thing to um, the ring announcer to announce. And uh, he kind of sheepishly starts announcing these guys. Out comes FTR with Tully. Champagne glasses in hand. This is, of course, just all gearing up towards the big hoopla, if you will. Remember the hoopla in Ring of Honor? That was hilarious. Smash that like button if you remember the hoopla in Ring of Honor. Uh, <laughs> hashtag hoopla. Um, out comes Sean Spears then. He's all high-stepping and chair in hand, of course. The confetti then drops as MJF enters the ring. And yeah, there it is. There's Zach Bonifer with the uh, with the emotes. See, we got the uh, the skull logo. We got the PBR logo, which could not unfortunately make it onto the merch page. But guess what? There it is. It's in the emotes. So hit those emotes, folks, if you're in the Twitch. Um. Like I said, the confetti comes down. MJF is in the ring. And uh, oh, MJF is carried out to the ring, if you will. Oh, my God. The, the pomp and circumstance. It's like King Maxwell, if you will. Uh, out comes Punk looking He's frustrated. He was beat twice in Chicago in the same night. He wants a rematch. He is absolutely furious. MJF is telling him, no, you can't have your rematch. I beat you twice. Punk's like, no, I don't want a rematch with you. I want a rematch with the guy behind you that helped you win. He's talking about, he's talking about Wardlow. Wardlow's this close from turning on MJF. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Something like that. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> and Bell's boy says MJF came to the ring like he was an Egyptian pharaoh. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, and Charles, so uh, so glad you reminded me of this. 
the one MJF spent 10 seconds making out is his shoot girlfriend, by the way. Oh, well, she's lovely. She's lovely. She reminds me of uh, the one he used to date that was on MLW that he used to make out with on that show, too. I don't know if they were dating, but they did a plenty of making out on the MLW. But, um, so yeah, this whole, this whole segment was absolutely crazy. crazy so uh he tells punk that you can uh mjf tells punk that he can have a rematch with him anytime any place as long as he beats ftr and he's like you can't use uh what does he say dipshit and shithead or whatever he says can't use darby allen you can't use Sting. And he's like, you know, good luck finding anyone else who actually wants to work with you. And then, it's, you know, you start thinking and you're like, huh. Well, is this going to be someone new? Someone from his past? Who? Who's going to work with CM Punk? He's been pretty much a lone wolf since he's debuted the only people he's had anything to do with really is darby allen and sting as far as baby faces he had the match with Dar uh darby allen and he had the three uh the three on three um he, he, you know punk tagged with sting and darby allen so so if he's not tagging with them, who's he tagging with? You know, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, okay, this this locker room's full of people. Who who is in this locker room that number one people are actually going to care about? I mean, there's a lot of different people that people do care about on this roster. Don't get me wrong, but it's got to be someone special. I think that someone's got that's going to tag with punk and i'm like well, maybe is it an up-and-comer like lee moriarty something like that i don't know haha <laughs> bell's boy thank you for uh refreshing a few of my brain cells here it was aria blake j-bone that mjf messed with in mlw yes isn't uh isn't she uh now uh isn't she with TJP now? Or is that someone else I'm thinking of? Pretty sure it's Arya Blake. She had his kid or something. <laughs> Courtney, very happy about this tag team. Says, um, hello, dream tag team, CM Punk and John Moxley. Yes, we get to that in a little bit. 
Next, we get the Blade coming out versus Wardlow. Wardlow makes short work of him. Wardlow's pretty over with the crowd. Those Wardlow chants, very similar to the Goldberg chants, got to admit, are getting louder and louder with each match that he has. Now, next, I was a little confused by this. I had to replay this, and I didn't quite get all of it, but I caught enough. So, it was a promo surrounding Pentagon Jr. They didn't really show him, but they showed him in his ring gear, driving out to a cemetery, digging a hole, and digging up a mask. And it just looked like one of of his old masks, so he got spitting in the face from Malachi Black recently again. And <laughs> oh, the love for TJP in the chat. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so, so he got sprayed with the black mist from uh, Malachi Black. And now, so something's happening to Pentagon. Something's something's changing. I didn't, and I didn't write down what he all said. Oh, Critical Sting says it's Pentagon Dark. So now, Pentagon Dark was a character in Lucha Underground, and that was from what season two, three. Something like that. I'd have to go back. Yeah, I forget what season it was when he became Pentagon Dark. But, I mean, to me, it was all just Pentagon, you know. It's like, you know, he didn't really change his look, I don't think. He just, like, became a a bad guy. I guess, if you will. I'm not sure. I, I've, It's been a while since I watched Lucha Underground stuff. I, I remember who was in there, but specific storylines and rivalries, I, I'm, a, I'm a little fuzzy on. Oh, okay. All right, that, that rings a bell. Bell's Boy here says, season two and three, he was sort of controlled by Vampiro. Yeah, Vampiro became like his coach or manager or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <clears throat> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, because right now he's going by Pento. Oh, Penta Zero. Whatever. He's not called Pentagon. I'll always call him Pentagon Jr. no matter what. That's how I've. But he can't use that because AAA has the rights to that. So maybe he's going to go by something new now and kind of break away from everyone and go on a singles run. And he can actually go by something that he can have the rights to himself. Penta Zero Miedo. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, yeah. 
<laughs> yes, Bell's boy. Zero fear. Thank you. I, I remember that much. Yes. <laughs> it's like Farley in the SNL skit. <laughs> I am El Nino, which means the Nino. <laughs> Oh god, I miss Farley. So good. Um so yeah, digging up old old skeletons, if you will. We'll have to see what happens with uh Pentagon, how he reintroduces himself soon. Hopefully sooner rather than later, because he's still one of my favorites. Chris Jericho comes down to the ring with uh Sammy and Hagar. Everybody's singing the Judas praises of Jericho. Noticeably, two people short, not in their inner circle vests. Out separately with new music comes Santana and Ortiz. Santana cutting a majority of the promo here. Ortiz cuts some later, but basically just... Um, uh, b blaming Chris Jericho for their, you know, their pitfalls that they've had over the last few years. They're like, yeah, we have had some big matches, but it was all defending stuff with you. It was nothing for us. And, um, and yeah, I get that, you know, you know, they really never did get that big breakout shot. They had like one shot at the titles. They had, a really good rivalry within the last year with FTR. But other than that, it was the inner circle stuff. And that was it. You know, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark says uh, Santana is leveling up. He really is. He really is. He's even doing uh solo stuff. He showed up at the end of that Terminus show. And that's a first. Like everything I've ever seen him in was with uh, Ortiz. So long story short, Santana and Ortiz basically challenge. Oh, before they challenge, Sammy takes off his vest, leaves it in the middle of the ring. And he's like, look, you guys get your shit together or I'm leaving. He's like, I've left this group before. I'll leave it again. Get your shit together. Drops his vest, walks out of the ring, takes his two belts and leaves. It's like, damn, good for you, Sammy. You know, enough bullshit, right? Then Santana and Ortiz um, spit some more stuff in the ring. Uh, Hagar really doesn't say any, he doesn't even say two words. He just stands there looking mean and tall and whatever. Uh, What? Mark says, all my homies fucking hate Tyrus, yo. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you, but... <laughs> Anyways, I love you, Mark. <laughs> yes, Courtney, that Sammy promo was good. 
That was fire, yo. Um, so yeah, long story short, they challenge uh Jericho and Hagar, and uh he's like, you know, back in the day when we solved things, we solved things like this with our fists. So uh Oh, Bell's Boy says, read Critical Stings post, J-Bone, LOL. So, okay, yeah, okay, here's Critical Stings post. Sorry I missed this. This is hilarious. Santana and Ortiz need to be distant from Jericho like Tyrus from Good Wrestling. <laughs> um, Not going to argue with you there. We've seen Tyrus return recently to NWA. Two words for you. Not impressed. All right, we continue. Um, so, yeah, intense situation there with uh, with the Inner Circle boys. Um, yeah, Sammy even got in Chris Jericho's face. Crazy. And those two, remember those two, remember? They're practically making out in the ring all the time, hugging, squeezing, loving. No, I'm kidding. But anyways, uh, well, hugging, yes. The rest of it, eh. It's <laughs> they even made a fat head out of that once. Remember that? Good stuff. Good stuff. Um. So, yeah, that tag team match will happen last week. Uh, next week, excuse me, wow. That tag team match will happen next week. Next, we got uh, Rapungi Vice backstage. Um, they rescheduled this match again. They are now going to have the tag team match against the Young Bucks. Young Bucks attack Rapungi Vice. Adam Cole's there, too. And in walks Jay White. Jiminy Christmas, what's Jay White doing here? Who booked this? Right? That's what I'm saying. So when I saw him, I was that completely brought me right back to what I was saying earlier, watching the um, uh, the Wrestling Observer show with, uh, with Mike and uh, Brian Alvarez, and Mike talking about he thinks Jay White's coming. Now, apparently Jay White had been cutting some promos quite often at these strong shows or whatever shows with um, with New Japan about doing something with AEW or invading or whatever or crossing the line. Or, oh, no, that's something else. Yeah, that's right. Jay freaking White. Oh, that's, it's, uh, that actually, that, that's someone else's name, Courtney. It's, it's Seth freaking Rollins. I heard he actually made that his middle name now legally it's um it's awkward yeah it's... <clears throat> but anyways 
Uh, no. <laughs> oh, thank you, Courtney. Yes, this is one of my more cozy shirts. My ACDC. Blow up your video. Love that one. Uh, gosh, it goes back to what, 86, 87, something like that. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, the Jay White attacks him too. And now there's a segment later that talks about when, you know, uh, Adam Cole says, when you're bullet club, you're bullet club for life. Um, so I don't know if that means that they're going to try to incorporate bullet, like an AEW version of bullet club, similar to what they're doing in impact wrestling with Chris Bay, Jay white and God and Hikaleo and all those guys. I don't know if they are. Hey, the more bullet club, the better, whatever. Um, I, I love the bullet club brand. So I'm, I'm down, but I want to get your opinion on it. If, if you think, if you think they're doing it, if they actually do do this, I don't think they are, but if they do, do you think that waters down the Bullet Club brand too much? Because right now it feels like Young Bucks and Adam Cole and um, uh, what the hell is his name? Um, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Like, th there's that stuff going on. It's been a little less prominent last few weeks i'm not sure why i don't know if kyle's hurt or someone's hurt but they've been over on dark or whatever so i don't know if they're, if they're still playing on that story like there's something going on and then i think oh you know what i think the young bucks were out with covid so that paused that whole thing so they had to stop that i think that's why they had stopped so um So, yeah, who knows what they're going to do? Um, you know, they've had to move some storylines around. They've had to postpone some things. But we are, nonetheless, absolutely getting Rapungi Vice and Young Bucks they, I, this Friday. It's either this Friday or next Wednesday. I think it's this Friday. So I'm very excited about that. Um, that's uh, Romero and Trent. Trent, so, yeah. Some old school... New Japan shiznit right there. Very cool. Um, so and I'm assuming Jay White comes down with them. I don't know. I, I'm a little confused by this, but I'm excited nonetheless that Jay White is there. That he's one of the most talented guys in professional wrestling. Uh, and he's just knocking on all the doors now. So I, I'm not complaining. You know, the guy's getting paid. Can't complain. So. All right. Um, next, we got the face of the revolution qualifier. Isaiah Cassidy versus question mark. Well, Isaiah Cassidy comes down with Mark Quinn, Matt Hardy, and we get the debut of... The Limitless Keith Lee. Bask in his glory. Looks great. 
looks healthy, looks happy. No Mrs. Keith Lee. I was thinking maybe she was going to debut on another part of the show. Would have made sense. Wouldn't have been too much in my opinion. It's like, hey, there are a couple. You might as well. But hey, maybe that's for another time. Or maybe she has her own goals. You know, you never know. Maybe she is going to go to that place where she used to be formerly known as Jade. TNA slash Impact Wrestling. We'll have to wait and see. I, I, I got a feeling she is, but we'll see. Either way, um, she could certainly help out either locker room. Um, Keith Lee versus Isaiah Cassidy. Great match. Um, wasn't a squash match. I'm, I'm really glad that uh, Isaiah Cassidy really got to shine here because we really haven't seen much from, um, you know, Quinn and, and Cassidy lately, uh, private party. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's how often we've seen them lately or have I, that I've talked about them. I almost forgot about their damn tag team name. Um, but yeah, super stoked for Keith Lee. Hey, could have been Jeff Hardy. Could have been Killer Cross. We joked about that this morning too. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen that video, please go check that out. In your free time, we talked about Jack Talos debuting for Impact Wrestling, along with uh, the preview for tonight, and um, you know who all it could have been, and some funny stuff about Killer Cross and Scarlet had a signing last night, and that apparently, what what sounded like they gave it away. So I don't know if that was supposed to happen tonight and that they changed it up. I have no idea. But they really made it sound like they had a whoops and gave it away. Terrence Sullivan. What's up, brother? He says, I do believe Mia is uh, coming back to impact. Hey, hopefully. Hopefully. Not, not a bad thing. She is a former knockouts champion from what I hear. Um, I was really back and forth on TNA at the time, Impact. So I don't remember her reign. You know, I wasn't tuning in that much then. Um, so I might have to go back and watch some of that. So. <laughs> Courtney was kind of hoping for Scarlet and Cross. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, they're, they're not everybody's cup of tea. I still like them. I'm still excited for what they can do in different places. I, I know they're not coming coming back to Impact Wrestling. We all know that. Um, but I'm not going to deny the talent, you know. So, so yeah. Bell's Boy here says, it's my fear that Keith will be stuck in a mid-card because of AEW's bloated roster. Well, one thing that I think is going to happen this year is uh, AEW is going to let some contracts run out. 
you know, we're going to see guys, you know, Marco Stunt, as far as I know, is gone. I, I haven't looked at the roster page recently at all. I'm pretty sure Joey Janelle is gone. Um, you know, and you're going to see a few other tag teams go by the wayside too, like um, Jack Evans and uh, uh, Angelico. Um, which, and they were one of my favorites when I debuted. So it, that's kind of a bummer, but it is what it is. You know, like I said, the, um, the, uh, the business evolves, you know, people come, people go. Um, but yeah, great win for Keith Lee. Next, we got FTR coming out with Tully. And CM Punk comes out. Who is going to tag with CM Punk? None other than the wild thing himself, John Moxley. I damn near fell out of my chair. I was like, oh my God. It's the tag team I never knew that I wanted, and we're getting it. This was an amazing tag team match. It really made you feel like it could have went either way. So much fun. Um, can't remember specific spots, but uh, a lot of limb work. And you know, J-Bone loves the limb work. You know, it's it's just a great part of storytelling in the ring. You know, it's uh, you 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 work on one body part and you you just beat them down to the point. You know, like Sam Punk could barely walk, and um, you know he has been beat up lately. He was he was beat to a pulp in that match. Um, not even talking about the finish, but um, MJF really tore him up. And uh, it was great. Now, you had it with FTR working on CM Punk. Mox was in there. Oh, just... I I don't know if this is going to, like, stay a thing for a while, where Mox stays with uh, Punk. I know, of course, I know they're... That's right, they're building up uh, Brian Danielson and, and Mox, but... Uh, what if CM Punk, after all this MJF mess, actually gets involved in the same story where uh, Mox is like, hey, Punk, I'd kind of like to work with you a little more. And then Brian Danielson gets pissed like, oh, hey, we, we were supposed to take over AEW together. Like, like that kind of thing. I don't know. That just sounds like that'd be kind of goofy fun. I don't know. But um, uh, CM Punk and Mox beat this one. Uh, uh, beat FTR, excuse me, which means CM Punk gets his match with MJF. Sean Spears in the back looking like he just peed himself. It was hilarious. Did you guys notice the CZW chant when Mox got in the ring? That was interesting. Or were they chanting GCW? Maybe they were chanting GCW. 
but to me it sounded like CZW, just the way they were chanting it. I don't know. You know, it probably was GCW. But that's weird. That's the first time I ever heard that chanted outside of a GCW show. Not that I watch all the GCW shows, but I've watched a few lately. So it's kind of caught my eye. Bell's Boy says um, CM Punk had a hell of a hard time picking up Tully for the GTS. Kind of funny. Yeah. Um, well, you got to remember, Tully's a little out of sorts, you know, and he's in good shape. But he's not in in-ring in shape, I don't think you would say. So, uh, you know, did they practice this? I don't know. I imagine they did, but maybe when they did it, it was meant to look awkward. I don't know. But, yeah, so, or maybe they made it look awkward because Punk was selling the legs still. I don't know. But, yeah, it was kind of funny. Keith says they were chanting GCW. Okay, because to me it sounded like CZW at first, but they do sound similar. Next, the TBS title is uh, up for grabs. Jade is 26-0, soon to be 27-0. Defending her title, uh, coming to the ring with Mark Sterling against a Q A. So, and I've told this story before, but I don't know when was the last time I told this. Um, probably when she got released, which is it's not that long ago, but long enough. So, A Q A, A K A, Angela Arnold used to be a part of a website with me and several others. Uh, it was ringsidenews.com back when it was more of a Facebook type of social media site, not just a web news, you know, site. Uh, now it's just news. and But before, it used to be considered wrestling's Facebook back when I actually was on Facebook a lot more before Twitter and Instanac and all that stuff. Um, but uh, Steve Carrier had it set up so it looked similar to Facebook and it felt like Facebook and but it also had other parts where you could you could post your own stuff in a community section and I used to post my stuff. I even used to do some writing for ringsidenews.com. I used to do like, um, uh, opinion pieces on different storylines going on in wrestling or, you know, stuff like that. It didn't last very long. I did like maybe a handful of articles and then I kind of, kind of just fell by the wayside, but it was fun while I did it. You know, it, that pretty much led from, it led from me doing that to doing videos is, and I was a little over eight years ago. Now, my God, um, no bells, boy, not AOL, uh, <laughs> no Courtney, not MySpace. 
ever had a MySpace? No, Keith. <laughs> Mark says, AQA is local to me. Women's scene down here is absolutely on fire at the moment. Yeah, so um, like I said, it was me and a, uh, a bunch of other people were on ringsidenews.com, and we talked to each other. Uh, I mean, there was, you know, you were friends with each other, just like on Facebook, and uh, we share stuff with each other, and um, and she was going to college at the time. This is pre-Booker T., and it was funny because she was a huge, like, Triple H fan. She used to talk about um, how she was going to, like, steal Triple H away from Stephanie someday and marry him. And, you know, it was all just out of, you know, ha you know, You know, it's, you know, you know, girls got crushes in wrestling. Guys say so-and-so is bae or love the cake or whatever, you know, to whatever it's, you know, everyone does that. I don't do that, but no, I'm just <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, that was one of the funny things I remember her about her back then. So then, um, I, I became friends with her on Facebook and not that we chatted much on actual Facebook, but, um, I was I was low key kind of like following what she was doing because then she joined a wrestling school and actually started wrestling and she joined uh, Booker T's um, wrestling school and then uh, was it last year or the year before whenever it was within the last few years she got signed by the WWE and there was me and like a couple other guys you know on facebook that um that we were all part of ringside you know that congratulated her at the same time and and you know we were just like oh we're we're so proud of you you know and it was like the old school crew you know congratulating her so so that's my very small <laughs> connection with aqa um so when i heard on, on the social medias today that she was going to debut tonight and um, come to the open challenge for uh, Jade Cargill's TBS title. I was excited. I was like, wow, they even let her have a little promo time as she was coming to the ring. And um, so, yeah, it was, um, Courtney says she was only in WWE for like two matches. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't like see any of her matches. I just know that she was in developmental for, you know, a certain amount of time. Um, settle down, Keith. Mmm, <laughs> Jade Cargill. <laughs> yes, Bell's boy, I am that old, but I never had a Commodore 64. I was strictly an Atari guy. Until Nintendo. Until Nintendo. Um, but yeah. Um, so I I don't know if this is one and done for AQA or if they're going to sign her. She's a great talent. She is 
very athletic. She had a hell of a match with Jade Cargill. She really did. I was like, wow, bravo, AQA. Um, I was, um, I was super happy for her. So it's, <laughs> there's, see, I was waiting for it. I was, I was waiting for something. No, look, I, I'm not knocking it. Everyone has their own opinions and wants of who they want to come to this company, to that company. I was waiting for it. Keith says AQA should come to impact wrestling. You guys, you guys don't fail me. <laughs> no, I'm not making fun. I just, I just knew someone was going to say it at some point. So, <laughs> oh man, yes, Atari Twenty Six Hundred. That was mine. Hell yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I dug the match. Not everybody here was a fan of the match. I thought it was a. A, a great debut for AQA. We'll have to see if she comes back, if she gets signed. I don't know. I have not heard about any AQA is all elite postings out there. I have not been on Twitter uh, since earlier today, just kind of catching up on stuff. Um, by the way, for all of you folks who shared my hashtag sign Jack Talos, Aimed at Impact Wrestling and Scott Demore. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate that. Because I don't get on the Twitter box much, but this was, I was like, okay, I got to get on here for this. So, uh, but yeah, successful. Um, great debut for AQA, in my opinion. But uh, successful defense for uh, Jade Cargill, 26 and 0, now 27 and 0. We get the Serena Deeb uh, challenge next. She beats, let's see, what name is this? It was over before I had the name written. Katie Arquette. I don't believe this was any relation to David Arquette. Uh, beat her in one minute flat. Not much else to say about that. I, uh, other than I like what they're doing with Serena Deeb. They are really building uh, top level heel here. The thing is, um, I feel like they need to start building some more baby faces. You know, I feel like they've got a lot of top heels. You got Bit Baker, who is your um, AEW Women's Champ. Jade Cargill is your TBS Champ. Serena Deeb has been very very dominant to the point that she even took out um, Hikaru Shida from the company. Um, you know, they wrote her off, whatever. But, um, and and yes, they've got, you know, Julie Hart's popular. I don't, I don't she's, she's, she's okay. She's not that good. I feel like she's still kind of green. Um, I feel like their best baby face right now, honestly, is um, Thunder Rosa. <coughs> Excuse me. Thunder Rosa, is, she gets crazy pop whenever she comes out. Man, that metal sound, or the um, sound, sound of metal, that, that metal track of hers, her entrance theme hits, and man, 
there is this roar from the crowd when she comes out. It's crazy. Um, you know, and there are plenty of other talented girls, but it just, I just feel like they need to build some more bigger stars. And there, that's where that's something they need to do. But like I said, uh, earlier tonight, I still feel like the, um, the women's division is far better than it was, you know, a while ago. So yeah, Ruby Soho. Yeah, absolutely. Ty Conti's. Yeah. Ty Conti's good. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot about the dark order. Anna J. Yes. Yes. So there are some good baby faces, but I feel like they, It's missing something. I don't know what, but their their division is missing something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Taya Valkyrie will debut sooner or something. I don't know. She's 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 brewing up something. She's putting out little uh, little teasers. I personally want to see her come back to. Impact Wrestling, but I can see if she wants to do something different because she's been there and done that. Why not go, you know, do something big on another stage? I don't know. We'll see. Depends on what she wants. (laughs) Critical Sting. What are they missing? TV time. Well, that is getting better. Slowly, you know, they had some tonight. They had the promo tonight with Thunder Rosa and, um, ah, shit, what's her name? Who she's in the feud with. She was just an impact wrestling. Ah. But anyways, there's that going on. You had Serena Deeb tonight. You had Jade Cargill. There was actually several segments with, AEW women's division stuff going on tonight. Most that there's been like ever. So um, they just need to keep that up, especially on longer shows like tonight. So it, it's getting there. <laughs> Bell's boy. Don't say that out loud. J bone about Taya or uncle Mark will faint. Ah, he's, <laughs> he says she's absolutely coming home. And like I said, I, I, I want her to come back to Impact Wrestling too. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to be realistic. I know. Mercedes Martinez. Oh my God. Brain fart. Thank you. Thank you, Bell's Boy. All right. Last but certainly not least, we had the Texas death match. They gave this a solid 15 minutes. I was happy with that. Uh, Hangman Adam Page defending his AEW world title against everybody dies. Lance Archer. Um, I absolutely love this. I felt like there was enough blood, enough spots, enough weapons, enough 10 counts that really, um, it, it felt like a complete match. It didn't feel like it was rushed. Felt like they got all their shit in. And even the big table spot at the end. I didn't feel like that was going to be the end, but it was. 
But then they wasted no time because they had very little time left. And Adam Cole marched down to the ring, grabbed the title, put it over uh, Adam Page's shoulder. And, you know, Adam Page is, you know, he's got the complete crimson mask. He is complete blood. And he's looking like he can barely stand and he gets the title handed to him from Adam Cole. And he's just got this look on his face. Well, shit, dude, I just finished this. And hi, how are you doing? Uh, you know, <laughs> don't waste any time. You know, Adam Cole made his uh, point loud and clear. Um, it, it felt like this is where we were going. We got the promo last week. So, uh, yeah, looks like this is going to be the main event of Revolution. And that's coming up, what, end of February, early March, something? I forget. But, um, so, yeah, this was a loaded show. Love this. Debuts of Jay White, Keith Lee, um, AQA, we'll have to see if she sticks around. We'll see. Um, <laughs> front row bell, what's up, brother? Smashed twice in the same day. What? <laughs> yes, 7 a.m. this morning, even. Yes, crazy, right? Um, but yeah, I, 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 this is like the best show I've, I feel like they've had. And it didn't even even have to have all the debuts. Like the matches were just a lot of fun. It just felt like the content was complete. Um, but the debut certainly did add to the build of everything. So Mark says, so what was the tag team match? It was FTR versus CM Punk and John Moxley. It was absolutely one of the highlights from the episode. It was in, a, in my opinion, in my professional podcasting opinion. It was an amazing tag team match. It told an emotional roller coaster of a story. Ah. <laughs> uh. Bell's Boy says, Revolution is March 6th, the day after Sacrifice. Oh, okay. And Sacrifice is the next Impact Plus um, in, oh, Impact Insiders special. Uh, that's after No Surrender. So, there you go. And No Surrender is coming up in, what, a couple weeks? Something like that. So, yeah, all this stuff is going to come kind of close together. It's going to be bang, bang, bang. Event, event, event. It's going to be wild. Bill says, Evening, gang. Did the wrestling landscape change tonight as predicted by TK? Um, well, the debuts were significant. Keith Lee showed up and Jay White showed up. As far as the Forbidden Door one, in my opinion, that's Jay White. 
but the debut of Keith Lee was big as well. So um, both felt important. Um, Jay White's was very brief, though. If you blinked, you missed it because he just showed up in a backstage segment. He didn't run down to the ring or nothing. So it was brief, but it was still, what, Jay White? <laughs> so... Jay White, the guy from Impact Wrestling? Yes, the guy from Impact Wrestling. Ah, yes. Impact Wrestling's very own Jay White. So, um, but I'm not going to sit here and entertain the thoughts of, oh, he showed up here. He's not going to be on Impact Wrestling anymore. No, I have absolutely no doubt that the Bullet Club storyline in Impact Wrestling is going to continue. My question is, is the Bullet Club a, a similar Bullet Club storyline going to start in AEW? We'll have to wait and see. But that is tonight's show. Um, loaded show. We got our main event for Revolution. Um, I don't think it was like officially announced, but it looks like it's going to be Hangman Adam Page against uh, Adam Cole, baby. So, um, good stuff. I mean, we're just a few weeks into the year, you know. Still, what, a, a week barely a week into February and AEW's just been on a roll. They, they really have. They've just been, it's just been wild. Um, that's right, Anna. That's right. Jay White can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I'm not sure what you meant by that, but I'm just going to nod my head. All right. I'm, I'm assuming you mean wrestling. We're talking. We're talking about. We're still talking about wrestling, right? All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. Um, don't forget check out the links in the description. The socials are down there. Plus the merch site. Go get yourself some smash this podcast merch. Uh, new hoodies in the in the merch new hats new new what else new cups um working on some new artwork um always tossing around some ideas but so but yeah go check out those links in the description on your way out yes bill Thank you for reminding me. Fanny packs. The fanny packs are back, folks. Get yourself smash this podcast fanny pack. I know I'm going to be getting me one. So, um, thank you, Courtney. Much love. On your way out, don't forget to smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring your ring that bell for notification. Ring my bell. 
ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Tip your one of your favorite podcasts on your way out. You can do the super stickers. You can share bits. You can do all that lovely stuff. But at least smash that like button. That certainly helps. Take care, y'all. We'll see you over on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. Tomorrow, it's Impact Day. And we'll be talking a lot more about Jack Talos's debut, along with everything else Impact Wrestling related. Good night, folks. Take care, y'all. Stay safe. Good night.